Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hi, it's John from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The After Show. This is your host ESO, and we're going to have some fun and entertainment tonight. Let's get this going. Whew. Before the party really kicks off, I have to give a huge thanks out to all you fans out there. I can't believe we're up to episode, this is 19, next week will be 20. This is crazy, and soon we're going to be going live and have a live and a can show every week. I, I can't believe how, the, how this is growing, and... Yeah, wow. Wow. If it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing this. And special thanks out to all those international fans. I can't believe the international support that we're getting here. So and now uh of course I gotta send some love out to that fantastic duo of Mike Monty and Jimmy Farrow. Without those guys giving me this opportunity, I wouldn't be here. I can't thank them enough. And while we're on that subject, we have to talk about the Monty and the Farrow show. Mike Monty and Jimmy Farrow host the Monty and the Farrow show live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. on on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and also the Intuitive app. You can also find them streaming on all your audio podcast sources. Wow. So uh, what everybody think of that uh, that Money in the Bank pay-per-view this past weekend? Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just another another pay-per-view. I have to say overall, the WWE pay-per-view seemed to be going more and more corporate oriented and less and less towards the fans, though those those uh premium live events as they're calling them. They're really they're 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 money-making things now. Uh I can really see another batch of layoffs coming in the near future, especially as Vince McMahon is putting his hands more and more into it and Endeavor takes a little bit more control. Probably going to see some layoffs because there's a lot of talent that is not getting utilized on any of the shows at this point. So uh, either that or they, they got to figure, figure something out because they have their major stars, they have their mid stars, and then they have a bunch of people that are, are not getting utilized whatsoever. So something something's got to give i gotta say there were there were some good matches and uh you know some excellent stuff and then there was that uh, some 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 eh ass stuff uh you know the, the men's money in the bank i really did enjoy that match a lot the women's tag team title match not so much i really don't care that Shayna baszler turned on on uh, ronda didn't really do much for me neither did the intercontinental title bout i'm not a i a fan of gunther i'm really not a fan of matt riddle i just I, I think as a person to the, the person that he is, is uh, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of him. Uh, you know, Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio. Well, Cody is definitely going down to a mid Carter at this point. He's, he just doesn't seem like a, a main event talent right now. I'm sorry. I know he gets a ma major pop, but no, nah, he, he's not. And uh, yeah, he, he deserved to go over Dominic there, but not, a, not, not feeling the Cody Rhodes thing that's going on right now. And what we're, Talking about things that I'm not really feeling. That new world championship that Seth uh, Seth Rollins is wearing. 
it's nothing more than another intercontinental belt. It is not a major title. You, you definitely felt it the way that, even though that was a great match, but uh, with, with Finn, it's a secondary title. The, the real world title sits on Roman Reigns's on Roman Reigns's waist. Period. Sorry, can't you, you can't take it away right now. It's it's it Roman Roman Reigns is the real champion. Seth Rollins is the secondary champion. That's all I. That's all I can say about that. That's it's no more than an intercontinental or a U.S. title to me. That that's really all it means to me. And while we're on on the subject of Roman Reigns, that was one hell of a match. Really enjoyed the the Usos, the the uh, the Bloodline Civil War. That definitely definitely was was fun to watch. Uh, what did everybody else think of that? I, I think uh, yeah, they're definitely going to get their their money's worth on this Bloodline angle. I mean, what is it? What has it been going on for now? It's got to be. Almost what, like sixteen months now? Fifteen months? Wow! So, yeah, they definitely have gotten their money's worth out of it. It's definitely still playing out. Um, I'm glad that the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owen aren't around in in it anymore. So that that's a definite plus on it. <laughs> well, you know, got to give a special thing, a shout out to Dan and Benny in the ring. Welcome aboard, guys. Good to see you on this channel. I can't believe we have two of the top wrestling podcast in the world on the same channel dan and benny i can't wait to see what you do in the live audio the live video version because you guys crush it on the audio version and you got to check it out it's well tonight's it actually would have been last night now it's 10 10 o'clock on wednesday nights this week they had the boogie woogie man jimmy valiant on yeah you gotta you guys gotta check it out i haven't seen it yet i can't wait because it's going to be on tonight here but you know, you guys will be able to, you guys can go back and check it out because this is playing on Thursday night. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, got to also shout out to uh, Mike Havlick, Mantor, Mantor's Memoirs. You got to, you got to catch his shows out show too. And uh, of course, my Monty and Pharaoh It's every Thursday. So, well, on that note, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to review a WWF magazine from the past, as usual. This uh, this month, we're or this week, we're going to do one with the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, on the cover. We'll be right back. No Luzi energy drink. Yeah, it's that good. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the after show found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. So let's take a walk down memory lane to January 1988 and a WWF magazine featuring Ted DiBiase. He talks about his hopes, his career and his cash. Next, we'll have Hulk Hogan, Heenan's plan for his defeat. The Honky Tonk Man vows to keep his belt. Battle of the Titans, Bam Bam Bigelow wins a 10-man over-the-top rope battle royal. Also in this issue, we have Hearts Women, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and the results of the lunch contest. <laughs> that was fun. I remember that when I was a kid. I wanted to win it. I didn't win it. Little envious of the guy who the kid who did. Wonder what ever happened to him. 
So as we open up, we've got an advertisement for Coliseum Videos, George the Animal Steel, WWF's Most Embarrassing Moments, and the Best of the WWF Volume 14. These videos back in the day, they were not cheap. These were $60 a piece plus postage and handling back then. That was 1988, man. <laughs> Let's see. First thing we do is we've got an advertisement for the ice cream bars. Bring back those ice cream bars. Those were awesome. I love to shout that out whenever I get a chance. So back in this day, the WWF magazine every month featured an article called WWF List of. This year, this month, it features the WWF Superstars New Year's Resolutions. Hillbilly Jim is just going to be a happier person. C.B. Afi is going to spend more time in the South Pacific Islands. Hercules Hernandez, he's going to work on his forearms some more. Raymond Rougeau, he wants to win the tag team titles. The mouth of the South Jimmy Hart is pretty happy with what he has right now, but he really wants that title held by Hulk Hogan. King Kong Bundy wants to rid the world of morons like Ken Patera, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan. The Honky Tonk Man vows to keep his belt for the rest of the year. <laughs> and Outback Jack just claims he's going to tame the WWF superstars like he did those wild animals in the Outback. Next, we have Newsbreakers. Newsbreakers this month. Strike Force takes it all. They defeat the Hart Foundation for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. World Tag Team Championship. Next, we have Personality Profile featuring Jimmy Hart's girls, the Glamour Girls, Judy Martin and Lelani Kai. These women were, they were the, the divas of the day back in the 80s. When there really wasn't much competition, these these women could wrestle, maybe not to the standards of the women of today, but they definitely, definitely held their own. Next, we have a talk with Ted DiBiase. Didn't we just have a talk with Ted DiBiase last month? Well, this month, it's a little bit different. This was when he was getting prepared to purchase the services of Andre the Giant to procure the WWF title. It alludes to that in this article as he's talking about Hulk Hogan and what he might have to do to get that, that belt. So as we talked about on the front cover, we had the Battle of the Titans, which features Bam Bam Bigelow winning a 10-man over-the-top battle royal that featured the Junkyard Dog, Outback Jack, the Ultimate Warrior, the Bolsheviks, one-man gang, Hercules Hernandez, Cowboy Bob Orton, Bam Bigelow, Bam Bam Bigelow, and of course, The Rock. Not the Dwayne Johnson version, the Don Morocco version. Must have been a little bit of a slow month news for news because this article ends up taking up several pages, but Bam Bam Bigelow ended up winning the over-the-top battle royal by eliminating those, those guys. Next, we have an exclusive, how Bobby the Brain Heenan plans to beat the Hulkster. This just gets into some more semantics and how what he's going to do, who he's going to use. And uh, at this point, he's managing Andre, and we know what ends up happening. Andre gets sold over to Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase utilizes him to win the title. Then he surrenders the title to the Million Dollar Man. And then we have WrestleMania 4's tournament where Randy Savage gets the title. Well, this is all, all leading up to this. This is when the, the angles had long-range plans. Next, we have 
the WWF merchandise catalog. And of course, I always like to go back and look at the tees. This month's newest ones were Coco Beware, King Kong Bundy, Jake the Snake, and Outback Jack. Awesome. Awesome. Next. Next, we have Temper Temper. This one is about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. His temper is his curse and his weapon. I'm not really sure. This this was really a filler article. Uh, it was really about his feuds. It shows his feuds between Danny Davis and the Hart Foundation and, oh, Handsome Harley Race. Just really a, a filler article, a few pages uh, of really not much substance. Next, we have the fe- one of the featured articles, which is Lunch with the Hulk. Every kid when I was like when I was young wanted to win this. And this kid, Jeremy, ended up winning it. He got to spend the day with Hulk Hogan and got all kinds of really, really cool merchandise with it. And a lot of that merchandise is worth a lot of money right now. <laughs> and let alone the experience. Next article, we have the honky tonk man vows to a rule with no end. This is as he's getting in his getting into his historic run as the intercontinental champion. Next article, WWF referees, mediators for the Maulers. This talks about WWE, the WWF referees and how they sometimes have to get involved in the match. And one of the, one of the pictures, if you look right there is killer Khan spraying the mist in the, I believe, uh, Oh, I forgot what that, that referee's name is. It's Joey something. And, uh, but you can see how he, Hulk Hogan ducked out of the way and Joey got the mist in his eyes. (laughs) Next article, pin to win. This is about how WWF superstars individually set up the pinfalls. So it's really about, you know, oh, I use this, this one to set up for the pinfall. I use this move to set up for the pinfall. It's really about finishing moves or setups for finishing moves. Really, again, just a, a filler article. It ends up taking up almost six pages of the, of the magazine. Next article is Private Eye. At this point, Ken Patera had come back to the WWF and really wasn't as popular as they had expected him to be. And they were really trying to get his image cleaned up after that uh, Burger King incident and the the arrest. And they really were pushing him as that former Olympian and or former Olympic great Ken Patera. Uh, really wanted to have him to have more of a squeaky clean image and wanted him wanted to improve his his public persona after after he had come back. Next, we have WWF Lowdown. This article this month starts talking about the new Soviet tag team, the Bolsheviks, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov, and some of the upcoming opponents for them, including the Young Stallions and Ivan Putsky. They also have this article about this, this new up-and-coming guy that they say is a little bit impressive. Uh, I believe his name was The Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yeah, we know what happened with him. <laughs> So the, the wrap up this month, it features a bunch of really, really cool stuff. It had the background to the pile driver movie. It had, oh, uh, Randy Savage and Elizabeth hosting Friday night videos. You had Hulk Hogan in Dolly, one of Dolly Parton's music videos. You had the release of Micro League Wrestling, probably the worst wrestling video game that has ever come out on any console, period. And I'll talk about that in a few weeks because I actually want to review it in my in my uh, reviews of pro wrestling video games from the past. That that is still coming. It's coming soon. And then it also talks about these LJN wrestlers that are the newest releases of them, which were Coco Beware, Outback Jack, Harley Race, Billy Jack Keynes, Cowboy Bob Orton, SD Jones, and Jimmy Valiant. 
Yeah, those LJNs, some of them are really value, valuable, especially if they're in mint condition and in the package. Yeah, the Andre the Giant with a black strap on a black card trades for upwards of $500. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. This month's wrestler's rebuttal comes next. And this month it is the outlaw Ron Best on why Texans are tougher and why he is the toughest. Eh, whatever. Was never a Ron Bass fan, but yeah, he definitely uh, he had some impact on the industry. Final page, as always, is caught in the act, and this one says Royal Flush, and it has George the Animal Steel dumping handsome Harley, or the King Harley Race, over the top rope on his head, and it looks like Harley Race is doing a handstand outside of the ring. <laughs> Wow. It's always fun to go through these magazines. I, I really, I really enjoy going back down memory lane, especially this era. This was my, this was my favorite era of wrestling. This was coming out of WrestleMania three. This it, wrestling was so hot at this point. So, well, listen, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. I got a couple of quick stories and then we're going to wrap it up. We will be right back. Sir. Ah. Manscaped. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped, what are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? You Love it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What don't I use it for? Put it this way. The only hair <laughs> I have on my entire body is these eyebrows yeah. that oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the So Manscaped. There's a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we... As men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to oh, go do a deed on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, Mm. Then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that yeah. I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Landing? I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh, I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, <laughs> I as, found as, it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just, Absolutely. Retro? You're like whoa. Wow. Yeah, like, I'm 46, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the courage to get through. Trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, not all not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I know. I listen. I couldn't. I couldn't say. I couldn't say. Well, if you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to like you know go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? 
I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break, and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a dropkick second. A dropkick. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, video games and collectibles. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. You know, it's always fun to take a ride down memory lane and go through those magazines. That was my era of wrestling. I really, really enjoy going back and re reliving those moments. That was my childhood. That was that was wrestling in the 80s. <laughs> so everybody seemed to enjoy my story last week from Albany. And I actually got a quite a quite a bunch of bit of feedback on it positively. And, you know, they wanted to hear a couple more stories. I so I got one from this past Saturday. As you guys know, I bartend at a, a bar in, in my area, and we were in between shifts on Saturday night, and Jennifer, the other bartender, had gone outside to grab a quick smoke while I was setting up for my shift. And uh, so this uh, oh, white taxi pulls up and outsteps this woman who had some, some very, very unique charm. Jen runs runs into the bar and says, uh, <laughs> you're in for a treat with this one. It's going to be, uh, you're going to have your hands full. And she really, really was not wrong on that one. So this woman finally saunters into the bar and looking a little bit disheveled with that deep, raspy voice that could make you think she's been smoking since the dinosaurs were on the earth. And on top of this, on top of this, she's missing most of her front teeth. And I have a feeling it's, not because they were knocked out. They may have rotted out because of some substances she may or may not have been involved in. Just the hunch of the type of person that she seemed to be. Not judging, whatever. Well, of course, first thing she does, hey, sweetie, can I have a can I have a vodka cranberry? Your house, house is fine. Yeah, no problem. So I pour her a vodka cranberry. Oh, I wish I hadn't given her one, but whatever. So now, now she so, starts sauntering around. I mean, yeah, she, she, you know, I was, hey, cutie, you know, blah, 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 blah. Hey, sorry, hon, I got a girlfriend. I lied. I don't have a girlfriend. But <laughs> when a woman like that says something like that, I have a girlfriend and it's very serious. So, yeah, that, that, that's the type of woman she was. So as she, she now starts to saunter around the, uh, saunter around the bar and, uh, She's this 26-year-old guy and walks up to him. This guy is not from the area. He's actually visiting from Montana. There's a lot of tourists that come through our area, a lot of traveling that comes through our area. This guy was doing some work, and he was there from Montana. Newburgh, New York, and Montana are two different worlds. I'll just put it this way. This woman comes up to him. This guy couldn't get away from her fast enough. He ran to the other side of the bar and was hiding on the other side of the pool table. <laughs> yeah, it was that bad. Well, next, she, she puts her eyes on one of my regular customers, Mike. 
I can see it in his eyes. So now she's starting to walk down the bar towards him. <laughs> boom, uh, boom, uh, boom. As she as she's <laughs> getting a little bit clo- closer, the the toothless wonder she's heading towards him. But uh, lo and behold, he gets a stroke of luck, and a young couple unknowingly becomes the ultimate distraction. And they come in between her walking to Mike and where Mike was, and. You know, walked up to the bar and they, they were a fun, fun couple and started interacting with her r- right away. And <laughs> Mike seizes, the, seizes this opportunity right away. Within seconds, he starts, hey, Bruce, can I pay my tab? Can I pay my tab? Yeah, no problem, Mike. I got him. I got you. You know, he, he paid his tab and uh, <laughs> he he ran towards the door. He's oh, good luck with that uh, as he's exits. Oh, that, <laughs> that poor, he knew that poor couple was in for it. Well, she starts. <sighs> she starts interacting with these guys they're having fun but the, the interaction it was it was comedy gold she starts sharing her storyline or about her neglected um cat and uh how she's already taken by a man all while wondering why all these guys are why is everybody hitting on me get these guys away from me there's nobody hitting on you there's a couple there that's just laughing at you and just keeping you going and there's no guys around you. And she at one point turned around and say, "Ah, oh, fuck you to an invisible person that wasn't there. <laughs> I, I already got a man. I already got a man. The, the entire bar is laughing at this woman and uh, everybody's, everybody's in stitches. They're all on the floor. I tell, nobody, nobody's interested in her, interacting with her at this point. Even that couple at this point is pulled away from her. She's all by herself over, over, over there. Well, She's now going around desperately asking for a cigarette. Nobody wants to get caught up with with her whirlwind. And uh, one of our bartenders, though, so the woman goes outside. One of the other bartender, Jennifer, she starts imitating her. You got to check out this interact uh, this performance. Jen is freaking hilarious. And this is only this is only part of what the woman was saying. And yeah, you know, let me let me play this video quickly. So shit, I, I don't beg nobody for nothing. I pay for mine. I'll go and I go get my pack of cigarettes for five dollars. Five dollars I go downtown. I've been in here all night. I've been paying twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. She got one drink. She got one drink for five dollars. But I've been I've been here all night. Twenty dollars. Twenty I pay for mine. I got a man, but I pay for mine. <laughs> you know, I can't. So <laughs> I just kind of laugh every time I see that. I, I got a, I get a laugh out of that. Well, Jen felt bad, and Jen decided that she's going to uh, go give her a cigarette. <laughs> well, Jen goes out, gives her a cigarette. The woman calms, is calming down a little bit, but at this point, she stumbles back into the bar, and she's demanding another vodka cranberry. It's clear she's she had enough before she got there, and at this point, I'm the bartender. It's my job to protect the bar. It's my my job to protect her, the other customers, everything. I'm trying to find out the information from the, of the people that, that got her there, how I can get her back out of there, trying to call her a cab, whatever. So I give her a, uh, she asked for a vodka cranberry. I gave her cranberry. Yeah, you know, the old bar, bartender trick you, but put your thumb over the edge of the bottle and yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like I'm pouring you a really heavy, stiff one and I'm giving you a cranberry juice. <laughs> Realize that happens more frequently than you would know. And you know what? He always, the bartender always goes, oh, don't worry. I got that one for you. 
Yeah, because I'm giving you juice and I'm going to go put the $2 in the register out of my tip jar just to get to the, get you the hell out of there. <laughs> uh, so let's see. So after that, that memorable performance uh, you know, uh, of the night, we finally managed to get the uh, cab that dropped her off back there. And, you know, he, he's picking her up and uh, had a little bit of a chat with him, making sure he knows that, that this woman is now banned from the property. She was harassing my customers. And I told him that, he never made it crystal clear. I will never, he will never drop any inebriated person off at that bar again. Um, I will go to the state liquor authority and get their taxi license revoked. If they're, if they're going to continue to do stuff like that, because they're putting me, my, my other customers in jeopardy with that. I mean, this woman, she was overall harmless, but she was one step away from not being so harmless. <laughs> so and that, and that my friends is another day in in bartending it's a, it's always a <laughs> it's always fun but you don't want to be that inebriated person trust me man this this was this person was was out there and i don't think it was just alcohol i think there were other other substances that may have been involved now that that hour hour and a half interaction that we had with her it was more than enough but uh man it's it's always an adventure bartending you never know what you're going to walk into that next on that next shift so on, on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. You know, again, I'm gonna send a thanks out to you guys, the fans, and a special thanks out to Monty and Jimmy for uh, for letting me have this show on their on their network. And as always, whew, we'll be ne back next week. Oh, don't forget to support the newest show, Dan and Benny in the Ring, to, uh, on Wednesday nights. That's it's gonna be awesome. And welcome aboard, guys. On that note, I'm I'm just gonna get out of here. Later. <laughs>